0: It was the first appearance of Jeff Sessions before the Senate Judiciary Committee since his confirmation as Attorney General, and yesterday was more memorable for the questions Sessions refused to answer than for those he did, and for the contentious nature of the questioning. Here's Vermont Democratic Senator Patrick Leahy asking Sessions about contacts with the Russian government during the presidential campaign, including the two lawyers discussing the legal implications of certain words.
1: Is there a difference between responding no and I do not recall? Well, Is that legally significant? Yes. Repeat the question again about email. Since the 2016 campaign, have you discussed with any Russian-connected official anything about emails? Discuss with them. I don't recall having
0: done any such thing. Sessions repeatedly denied any improper contacts with the Russian government during the presidential campaign. Joining us are Ryan Goodman, a professor at NYU Law School, and Jeff Kramer, managing director at Berkeley Research Group and a former federal prosecutor. Ryan, there were many long silences and hesitation in answering questions by Jeff Sessions. Could this be seen as a lawyer who was burned in his last appearance before this committee and was being very, very careful about everything he said?
2: I think that's right. He had to be careful about each and every word because now everybody is picking apart each and every word uh, that he says in response to these kinds of specific questions from Senator Leahy about Russian contacts and other things like that. So I think each time you could tell in important moments he was pausing, to think very clearly what his response needs to be,
3: Jeff. Uh, amid all those pauses and, and and thinking and carefulness, did we learn anything about the Russia investigation or the contacts between the uh, between Trump officials and, and and Russian officials at all during yesterday's testimony?
1: No, I don't think so. There, not only weren't there any great revelations, I don't think there were any revelations at all. Uh, it was just parsing words. Uh, the attorney general, uh, former prosecutor in Alabama, was very careful, as was just discussed. Uh, to, to, to parse his words and make sure he wouldn't set himself up for any sort of perjury trap later. Uh, but this was not necessarily a, a quest for new information. Uh, politics was certainly uh, on display there.
0: Ryan, tell us what he said about the special counsel's, Robert Mueller's investigation. Did he appear to give it his uh, imprimatur, so to speak?
2: Right. I think that he, in the sense, is staying clear of that so uh, in a way that Mueller can, in fact advance uh, with the investigation, and I think it would be politically unwise for him to do anything else but that
3: Jeff, let me ask you the sort of the same question. So when Sessions was asked about Robert Mueller and whether he had confidence in him, his his answer was, "I think he will produce the work in a way he thinks is correct, and history will judge. Um, it, it, does that strike you as 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 tepid of an endorsement as it strikes me?
2: Yeah, I
1: am I'm laughing as you said it Michael. Um, yeah I, I couldn't imagine anything uh, that would be uh, more milk toast um, and I think uh, others, and even on the Republican side, have, have uh, vouched for uh, former Director Mueller uh, as a man of integrity, uh, but certainly the Attorney General left himself a uh, wiggle room, so if the report doesn't come out or an investigation doesn't come out, as he th- uh, thought fit, uh, that history would, would judge this. He wasn't uh, even saying that uh, Mueller was a, was a good and honorable man. He wasn't even giving him that. Uh, so uh, there, was, uh, there, was, there was nothing uh, from the Attorney General uh, that was gracious at all in that answer.
0: Ryan, there was a great deal of questioning about executive privilege because Sessions refused to answer any questions or discuss his conversations with President Trump, leading Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse to uh, ask him about a letter by President Reagan and the guidelines for executive privilege. Tell us about that.
2: So the uh, guidelines from the Reagan administration basically would require sessions to uh, give a commitment to the Senate as to when he would come back with a determination from the president as to whether or not the president will uh, will assert executive privilege but You could say that the ball is really in Congress's court because they they have not forced the issue. Um, The way in which they would need to force the issue is either to subpoena um, Sessions rather than him appear willingly in this kind of a setting, or for them to they could supposedly uh, they could apparently jump over subpoena and just say we will hold you in contempt if you do not either answer our question or assert executive privilege. So that's really the kind of lack of political will on the part of the Senate to assert its prerogative if they. want to get uh, an answer to the question as to whether or not there is an assertion of executive privilege, at least an answer to the very specific question of what they're after, which is to find out what Sessions knew about and uh, consulted with the president about the firing of uh, James Comey.
3: Jeff, uh, given that the Democrats are in the majority, they may well want to do some of those things that Ryan was talking about, but, but don't have the votes to do it. Um, do they have any recourse here? They did send Sessions a letter before this, this testimony saying we expect you to either answer the questions or tell us that the, the president is invoking executive privilege, but they, they, he seemingly just ignored that letter.
1: Uh, he did. Um, and there's, So there's not much teeth uh, with what the Democrats uh, can do other than the uh, court of public uh, opinion. Um, and that changes on a day-to-day basis, depending what the uh, the emergency of the day is. So, you know, there's not much they can do. They can send any letters they want. The attorney general can ignore them or uh, dance around the questions and just get through the testimony.
0: We're talking about Jeff Sessions' first oversight hearing as attorney general before the Senate Judiciary Committee yesterday. Our guests are Ryan Goodman, a professor at NYU Law School, and Jeffrey Kramer, managing director at Berkeley Research Group and a former federal prosecutor. Jeff, there was some questioning about special counsel Robert Mueller. What did we learn?
1: Um, well, a lot of the questions pertain to just kind of uh, looking into the, into the future as to what might be the future, not only the investigation, but of Mueller himself. Uh, so while the attorney general has recused himself It's up to the DAG, the deputy attorney general, uh, now technically to uh, be in charge of, uh, of Mueller. And the questions pertain to how the president might uh, dismiss Mueller and what the process would be. Uh, there was no guarantees on the part of the attorney general now that he's recused himself, which he reiterated was a proper thing to do, which, which I agree with. Um, but a lot of the Democratic senators were concerned that the president may just start going through the Department of Justice and firing people until he finds someone willing to get rid of, uh, of Robert Mueller.
3: Ryan, uh, Jeff Sessions was asked whether Robert Mueller had requested an interview with him. Uh, first he said, I don't think so, and then eventually he, he said no. Does that tell us anything about the, the, the pace or what's going on with uh, Mr. Mueller's investigation?
2: Um, it's hard to read the tea leaves on that one. Um, there was a very... Strange pause on the part of the attorney general in answer to the question uh, from Senator Leahy as to whether or not he's been requested to interview with Mueller's team. Um, I think my best interpretation of that is just that Sessions hadn't been fully prepared uh, to know how to answer that question, whether he should confirm or not confirm or deny or deny. Um, so uh, the fact that he isn't or has not yet been interviewed by Mueller uh, might, at best, be an indication as to where Mueller is thinking about. Uh, going on the obstruction of justice inquiry, uh, because there's some question as to whether or not uh, Sessions himself would be in, implicated in the obstruction of justice if he was involved in firing, the firing of Jim Comey for the reason of interfering with the Russian investigation.
0: And uh, Sessions uh, defended the firing of James Comey and insisted that it stemmed from Comey's mishandling of the Hillary Clinton email case. Did he make a good uh, effort at that? Jeff?
1: Um, half-hearted. Uh, he certainly towed the company line with respect to the reason uh, that Jim Comey was fired. The problem is the president has given different answers himself. The last thing the attorney general was going to do was uh, step outside the box, uh, so he uh, just towed the line and said that Jim Comey was fired due to his uh, mishandling, in and, and his opinion, of uh, the Clinton email. However, the president uh, is on record saying it, it pertained to at least the Russian investigation a little bit. Uh, so, again, no new revelations there. He didn't get himself in any trouble, uh, but uh, he wasn't going to go outside uh, what the president had initially said.
3: Ryan, uh, Sessions was asked uh, several times whether um, before firing uh, Jim Comey, whether President Trump had said it would, quote, lift the cloud of the Russia investigation. And the attorney general said, I, I won't discuss those conversations. Some people have, have said, well, it would have been pretty easy for Jeff Sessions to say, no, he, I didn't hear him say that. Um, is it fair to, to uh, infer anything from the fact that he wouldn't, wouldn't respond to that question?
2: Um, I don't think it's fair to infer anything, because if he answers just that one question, then in a sense he has waived or they have waived executive privilege. So why could he answer that one question and then not answer a series of others that would follow on it? So I think that was a problem for him. But I do think he got himself in a little bit of trouble just in the atmospherics of the way he handled these questions. Uh, so something that kind of went viral on social media is the Q&A between Lindsey Graham and Sessions on this very question, and Lindsey Graham asks a very uh, poignant question, which is, if the re- rationale for firing Comey was his handling of the Clinton emails, why wouldn't the president have known that on day one uh, since that was, so, uh, that was last year? And why would it take until uh, May 9th to make that kind of a determination? And then there's a very long, uncomfortable pause on the part of the attorney general not knowing really how to respond to that. I think that hurt him. I think at least in the court of public opinion, uh, to understand, like, is that a real plausible explanation that he's given? Um, It it didn't come out right for him, I didn't think.
0: Jeff, and we have about uh, 30 seconds here, in any other areas that he was asked questions in, for example, gay rights, um, was there anything revealing that he said that, that changed our opinion of what he's been doing?
1: No, not at all. Uh, I think while there's been some confusion by the White House as to where they stand on certain issues, the Department of Justice has been pretty clear. They're locking up uh, illegal aliens. They want to set up more federal prisons. They're cracking down on drugs. They're giving local prosecutors less leeway. They have been very linear as to what, the, and what they're doing at the Department of Justice. Uh, so I think that's a problem for a lot of people. We're dialing back, at least in my opinion, uh, to uh, how we tackle these problems in the 1980s.
0: I want to thank both of you for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Jeffrey Kramer, Managing Director at Berkeley Research Group, and Ryan Goodman, Professor at NYU Law School. Coming up on Bloomberg, Law, how non-disclosure agreements and sexual harassment settlements contribute to the culture of silence around workplace harassment.